Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Israelitis. It is so nice to be here and I'm so excited to give you guys a word that the Father gave me while I was reading Judges 19. Um, It was June 24th, 2022. I know, a little delayed on this word, but that's okay. I'm here now and um, um, yeah, I'm here now and the Father needs me to share this. So... Of course, once again, not every word is for everybody. I should note that in all my words and all the things that not every word is for you. But if this is something that you've been dealing with, fighting with, your flesh or anything like that, or if this word relates to you in any way um, or into your family member or to your friends or anyone like that, um, I just I pray that the Father will reveal to you anything in here. And I hope you guys enjoy this word. So... Um, I'm gonna pray and and before I pray I just want to say hey guys my name is Omega and I'm excited to be able to serve you all and be able to give these episodes out according to the Father's will and give him all glory and praise and honor because Yahweh Bahashim Yahweh Shai Hamashiach Father in the name of Jesus Christ gives receives all the glory and result receives all the praise and so let's give him all praise and glory because he deserves all the credit for everything that um, is given in these words and so we need to give him the credit and glory when we go back and say oh father i needed this words all oh, hallelujah that you use your servant instead of saying oh yeah she did that yeah she don't say that i didn't do anything this is the father this is the most high give him the glory give him the praise and honor hallelujah so now let's get started judges 19 so um i'm gonna read a little bit of that so before I read Judges 19, I would like to read a little bit before, a little bit chapters before Judges 19. I don't know why I didn't have it ready. I feel like I do this every episode, but this is the realness of what happens behind the scenes, I guess. But Judges 17, verse 6. Oh, actually, before we get started, let's pray. <laughs> Um, so, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much and praise your name. I thank you so much that your spirit will guide and lead Um me in this word that as i share that father it be your words and not my own and that your spirit will guide and lead me and direct my steps and if it's just um and i thank you so much that whoever needs this that they'll be blessed by it and that they'll be encouraged and i thank you so much father and love you in the name of yahweh jesus christ i pray con all right so um all right so in judges 17 verse 6 it says in those days there was no king in israel everyone did what was right in his own eyes and so there was no king at all there was um no no action going on there and so in judges 19 it was a story about how um actually i think i'm gonna read it i don't want to read the whole thing because there's just like certain parts that stand out you know what i'm saying but I think I am going to read it. It's only 30 verses, even though I sound like, really, girl, that's a lot. But, like, it's really short to me. To be honest, I've read, like, a lot longer things, especially in the Apocrypha. It would be, like, 70 verses, you know? But, like, um, but anyway, that doesn't even matter. Um, I hope that you guys will stay hooked on this 30 verses. And I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation because that's what I read out of it um, before. And I, I liked it. There was no nothing that I would I, I liked it so I'm gonna read out of the New Living Translation so um but yeah sorry for all the rambling ignore all the rambling <laughs> so sorry but anyway so um 
But yeah, so let's get started. Judges 19, verse 1, it says, Now in those days Israel had no king. There was a man from the tribe of Levi living in a remote area of the hill country of Ephraim. One day he brought home a woman from Bethlehem in Judah to be his concubine. But she became angry with him and returned to her father's home in Bethlehem. After about four months, her husband set out for Bethlehem to speak personally to her and persuade her to come back. He took with him a servant and a pair of donkeys. When he arrived at her father's house, her father saw him and welcomed him. Her father urged him to stay a while, so he stayed three days, eating, drinking, and sleeping there. On the fourth day, the man was up early, ready to leave, but the woman's father said to his son-in-law, Have something to eat before you go. So the two men sat down together and had something to eat and drink. Then the woman's father said, Please stay another night and enjoy yourself. The man got up to leave, but his father-in-law kept urging him to stay, so he finally gave in and stayed the night. On the morning of the fifth day, he was up early again, ready to leave, and again the woman's father said, Have something to eat, then you can leave after, after uh, excuse me, then you can leave later this afternoon. So they had another day of feasting. Later, as the man and his concubine and servant were preparing to leave, his father-in-law said, Look, it's almost evening. Stay the night and enjoy yourself. Tomorrow you can go, or tomorrow you can get up early and be on your way. But this time, the man was determined to leave, so he took his two saddle donkeys and his concubine and headed in the direction of Jebus, that is Jerusalem. It was late in the day. It was late in the day when they neared Jebus, and the man's servant said to him, Let's stop at this Jebusite town and spend the night there. No, his master said, We can't stay in this foreign town where there are no Israelites. Instead, we will go on to Gibeah. Come on, let's try to get as far as Gibeah or Ramah, and we'll spend the night in one of those towns. So they went on. The sun was getting, or sorry, the sun was setting as they came to Gibeah, a town in the, a town in the land of Benjamin. So they stopped there to spend the night. They rested in the town square, but no one took them in for the night. That evening, an old man came from or came home from his work in the fields. He was from the hill country of Ephraim, but he was living in Gibeah, where the people were from the tribe of Benjamin. <clears throat> Sorry. When he saw the travelers sitting in the town square, he asked them where they were from and where they are where they were going. We have been in Bethlehem in Judah. The man replied, We are on our way to a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim, which is my home. I traveled to Bethlehem, and now I'm returning home. But no one has taken us in for the night, even though we have everything we need. We have straw and feed for our donkeys and plenty of bread and wine for ourselves. You are welcome to stay with me, the old man said. I will give you, I will give you anything you might need. But whatever you do, you do, don't spend the night in the square. So he took them home with him and fed the donkeys. After they washed their feet, they ate and drank together. While they were enjoying themselves, a crowd of troublemakers from the town surrounded the house. They began beating at the door and shouting to the old man, Bring out the man who was staying with you so we can have sex with him. The old man stepped outside to talk to them. No, my brothers, don't do such an evil thing, for this man is a guest in my house, and such a thing would be shameful. Here, take my virgin daughter and this man's concubine. I will bring them out to you, and you can abuse them and do whatever you like, but don't do such a shameful thing to this man. But they wouldn't listen to him, so the Levite took hold of his concubine and pushed her out the door. The men of the town abused her all night, taking turns raping her until morning. Dang, that was graphic. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I forgot that it was... <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But anyway, 
I don't know why I'm apologizing, but I didn't expect it to be so graphic. But anyway, the men of the town abused her all night, taking turns raping her until morning. Finally, at dawn, they let her go. At daybreak, the woman returned to the house where her husband was staying. She collapsed at the door of the house and lay there until it was light. When her husband opened the door to leave, there lay his concubine with her hands on the threshold. He said, Get up, let's go. But there was no answer, so he put her body on his donkey and took her home. When he got home, he took a knife and cut his concubine's body into twelve pieces. Then he sent one piece to each tribe throughout all the territory of Israel. Everyone who saw it said, Such a horrible crime has not been committed in all the time since Israel left Egypt. Think about it. What are we going to do? Who's going to speak up? And then, that is very sad. So, with that, the word came, and I was so shook. And so, this is what the Father had me write down. It says, whenever Yah is not around, we tend to do things that we don't realize it's horrible until it's too late. In this chapter, a Levite man gave away his concubine to be abused because he didn't want the men to practice homosexuality. They thought it would be best if they gave a woman for them to abuse and caused her to die due to her torment. Without Yah, we will make silly decisions that will give the devil access to things in our lives that may cause us to grieve later. It is similar to the story of Lot trying to give away his daughters to the wicked men of Sodom and Gomorrah, but it didn't happen due to um, Abraham being in covenant with God and Yah already planned to save Lot and his family, so nothing happened to them. Um, and Yah knows, Yah knows we make mistakes because it's convenient for us, um, but He always fulfills His plan for those who are on His team. So that's juicy. And then. I wrote on, um, not May, I'm so sorry, August 3rd, that um, I'm not trying to be a, a party pooper, lol, but God revealed to me that there are words that I must share and I completely forgot about this one. I hope you all stay encouraged and, and keep focusing on the narrow path. So, before we end this, so, with this word, I hope you guys stay encouraged, you know, like, with this situation if the father was in between this situation this would have never happened like you know it's it's just so saddened to me that we give away people to crazy people because we don't have god because we don't know him and i understand that we all make mistakes but it's just so saddened and grievous because it showed it even like who will speak up who will who will stand up and rise up against this foolishness because it it was horrible you know and the fact that he cut her in pieces to show how horrible it really was just shows that you know they needed the most high they needed the god of israel they needed him they needed yah they needed him and so we all need the hamashiach we all need christ to be able to redeem us restore us to give us wisdom of the most high so that we may be able to walk in the narrow path so that we will not stand against him because that the this situation was because they didn't know god because they didn't have god and they did what was right in their own eyes and they they felt it was right oh let's give away a concubine let's just he obviously didn't give away his daughters because he knew like oh no honey but like he gave away his concubine and 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 the and that's just crazy you know and just as if like oh that's justification like that's cool but no it's just as horrible and so and so 
that happens to a lot of people who have been through these situations and I'm sorry if you've ever been raped or who've ever um, been molested or any form of sexual abuse or any abuse in general I'm very sorry for what has happened to you and I hope that you can um, walk in forgiveness and and begin to share your testimony and share how God healed you from bitterness and anger and wrath and I'm very sorry for that and, and just how horrible that is because that is not good that is horrible trust me that's horrible like the father is not not like crazy you know and so I hope that you know that you're redeemed in Christ that you're restored in Christ that that is not your fault and no matter what you what people may say is not your fault it is the person who committed the crime and um and so I hope that, you know, you'll be healed and knowing that in this, you know, some people make silly mistakes when they don't know God. They go and rape people. They go and try and have sex with men and men and men having sex with each other, women and women having sex with each other. Or they, or not just that, not even just that to that simple simplicity of that, but just the fact that they want to rape you or want to harm you just so they can get to you. That is just crazy, you know, and I'm not condemning those who practice these things. I'm just giving the, the father just wants to give the analogy that you know we tend to do things that are abnormal contrary to the bible and it's so unfortunate you know and and it's just really sad that's why christ had to come and die for our sins because he knew that it would be continuous and even today is just so wicked you know and i feel like we're living in sodom and gomorrah and it's just horrible and it's, it's, just, it's horrible, and so I hope that you all will stay encouraged and know that whatever has happened to you in the past, if you made silly mistakes, if you made foolish, crazy things and gave your sons away to some crazy men or crazy women or into prostitution or anything like that, just know you're not condemned. Know that you are loved. Know that the Father wants you to come to Him and to cleanse you and wash you and purge you and to allow forgiveness to enter into your heart to know not to condemn yourself. For therefore, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So do not... You know, not do not, but he doesn't want you to uh, do that. I can't say do not because I've done it before. So, but he doesn't want you to, and I hope that you won't do it. I hope that you won't condemn yourself and knowing that you can come to God and repent of your sins because even Christ was with prostitute, prostitutes and, and tax collectors and a bunch of other sinners that was with him. And the Pharisees were mad about it, like absolutely for no reason, but they're the ones who sat with him because they knew he was good. They knew what they wanted. And so so I hope that you guys stay encouraged in knowing that, you know, just because you went through those things and making, you know, foolish mistakes when we don't know God, you know that I made foolish mistakes too. I still make them. Like, I sometimes be like, oh, my bad. Like, oopsies. Like, you know, like, I'm so sorry, Father. Like, you know, um. And I just, you know, repent of that and turn away and say, Father, help me. What do I do not to do that again? Or um, why, why was that a sin? Like, I'm confused. You know, like, just he gives you scripture and things like that. But anyway, I, I just, um, and this isn't just sin of sexual immorality. Because I know that that's my story. That's all I talk about. But I've sinned with bitterness. I've sinned with um, hating others and, and um, acting in unforgiveness towards others who treated me bad or anything of that sort. You know, I I have done that and, I, I, and I'm, I've never been raped or anything, but I know what it's like to be hurt and things like that and be get turned into the wolves and thinking like, oh, well, dang, I thought we were cool, but I guess not, you know, and so I know what it's like, so um, 
And so, I don't know what, you know, once again, I've never been raped or anything like that. But uh, I pray that you'll um, have mercy on yourself and allow the Father's mercy to enter your heart. And, and just walk in forgiveness. For your, The Bible says to forgive one another, you know, to love one another. Don't envy one another, you know, uh, because... Um, that's not good in the eyes of the Most High. You know, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, obviously, your neighbor is those who are in Christ. But anyway, um, but just saying, he even says, you know, love your enemies. You know, do good to who persecute you. And, and bless and do not curse. You know, in, in Matthew 5 and Romans 12, um, he says that. And so, Christ says it and then Paul says it. And so, he's he's saying, well, did it... it, it, it and don't uh, think in your heart to take vengeance either because isn't it, it he says isn't it written an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth in Matthew 5 and then he says an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and then he says but I tell you that um oh I'm sorry let me just read it <laughs> I don't want to twist the words and make it all weird it sounds better when you read it mm. so we're going to go to Matthew 5 um I think verse 25. I don't remember. Okay, so here we go. So we're going to go to this scripture. So it's Matthew 5, verse um, 38. And I'm going to read out a New King James. And so um, if you feel like you want to take vengeance, I hope this uh, verse encourages you. It says, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and turn away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. And then in verse 43 it says, You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, and this is referring to the Old Testament, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do, the, uh, do so? Do so? Uh, therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. And so perfect is in the definition of today, by the way. And so, um, just letting you know. Um, it's referring to like... Um, Walking in his ways, you know, walking in his statutes, walking his laws, you know. Um, let me actually read the actual definition, but it's um, it's different in the Greek, but I'm going to read it in the Greek anyway. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so, I'm so sorry, did a 360. But yes, I hope this encourages you guys, because I know what it's like to hold bitterness towards anybody or, you know, and feel like I have to hold that against them but really the father is in control we wrestle not against flesh and blood let's not fight them you know um and of course the father will take his vengeance you know vengeance is mine saith the lord so you know but um but then there's also opportunity where they may apologize to you. you just never know how the father may do his thing but um they may go to jail or they may i don't even know but i'm just letting you all know please 
let's let's not hate you know our enemy or hate those who done us wrong um it's so crazy but the father will take his vengeance he will judge um and i wasn't expecting to share this but this um i remember a word that the father gave me a while back was the fact that he was going to judge those um judge and take vengeance for those who've been raped and who've been molested and who've been abused and been treated wrong especially in, in the foster care system and all these things and um and orphanages and things like that i'm not saying everybody is bad in the system but um i'm just saying that you know he's gonna take his vengeance but anyway um and not just foster care but just life in general he's gonna take his ven vengeance on those who've been through this and so i hope that you guys stay encouraged and i don't have my notes on that it's like some other journal that i don't even know where it is so um but anyway uh, matthew 5 verse yeah, I wanted to find the perfect, the perfect, so, I forgot what it meant. The word is tele, teleos. Okay, so it means, um, complete applications of labor, growth, mental, and moral character, neuter, as noun with, okay, it, it means completeness, a full age, man, perfect. And then brought in, brought to its end, f end finished, wanting nothing necessary to completeness, perfect, that which is perfect, consummate human integrity and virtue of men, full-grown adult of full age. Okay, anyway. So yeah, that's pretty much what that means. And then, I would like to go to Bible Hub because I think the definition be in more in-depth. A little bit more in-depth. Give me one moment. Okay, um, it says helps word studies in the um, Bible Hub Strong's G5046. It says mature, consummated from going through the necessary stages to reach the end goal, developed into a consummating completion by fulfilling the necessary process, spiritual journey, um, reaching the end. It is well illustrated with the old pirate's telescope unfolding one stage at a time to function at full strength so that's like another definition but the one definition that just stands out is just the, those stages of life that you reach that spiritual journey that that goal and fulfilling that necessary process to be like christ so then sorry for that ramble but anyway so then, you know, um, I hope that you guys stay encouraged, and I'm not bashing anyone who's in the foster care system or anything like that. Um, I'm not about bashing. I'm not about, oh, you guys are horrible, but there's just some, you know, we just have to let it be known, you know. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, Father. Okay, so, um, I, once again, I hope that you guys are encouraged in knowing that. Whatever foolish mistake someone's made against you or you made against someone else, I hope that you say, and if you're the the person who raped somebody um, or done something wrong against somebody, like killed them or, um, you know, cursed your parents or something like that, I hope that you know that, you know, the Father can forgive you from that too and know that uh, the Father will redeem you and restore you from that and, and trans transform your heart and your mind that you may, your kids may not repeat that if you, if the Father has your will to get married and have kids or whatever it could be and so i hope that um 
you all stay encouraged and know that the Father is love and He does correct those He loves. And just knowing that, even though this word is a very tough word, it's 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 hard. But I hope that you guys stay encouraged and knowing that you know when you make foolish mistakes, the Father is there to pick you back up and try again. It says the righteous fall, uh, the righteous fall, but they get back up seven times. And so I hope that you guys stay encouraged. That's in Proverbs. I forgot what chapter and verse, but if you just Google it, bam, bam, bam you will find it <laughs> and so i just hope that you all are encouraged by these um by this word and i'm very sorry once again that those who've been through that and, and i'm just very grieved of that it makes me really sad and um and i'm sorry if that was your reality and i hope that you once again you know allow the father to help you forgive and and not forget necessarily i i don't like that expression forgive and forget like no you don't forget you forgive and move on in your life but you begin you remember to share a story of how god redeemed you from that you don't forget like i don't like that expression because like you forgive and forget like no i don't forget like who for who forgetting like what you know like what but he, he can walk in forgiveness and transform mind knowing that your worth is not in that situation or anything like that if you murder someone that's not your identity you know that's not who you are and if and when god redeems you um and restores you in christ when you believe in his son yahweh shai jesus that you begin to you know confess your sins you begin to he begins to shape you and mold you and, and you're not that way anymore you know and so um, yeah, so I hope that encourages you all and sorry for all the rambling haha, -ha. but yeah, that is what I have and then I have um, a Scripture that I hope it encourages you as well. It is 1st Corinthians 9 24 to 27 and I And so I hope this verse encourages you I'm gonna read out of the new revised standard version the NRSV version and because I like how it's worded, I like, you know, it's, it's the same as, it's similar to New King James, but I just like the wording of it a little bit better. And so, um, yeah, so I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24 through 27. And it says, do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in, run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. And a wreath is a crown. So I do not run aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air. But I punish my body and enslave it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. And so he's encouraging the Romans to, you know, walk in the Father's, um, you know, oh, excuse me, believe in Christ and, and follow him and follow his word and remembering um, the Torah and things like that. And so I hope that, oops. <laughs> sorry but yeah and and so he's saying like run your race with endurance run that race with so much confidence and knowing you know that you know when you're preaching to others you know that in your heart that you are doing the will of the father as well you know because you know how some people preach and then you know they do the complete opposite but um we all make mistakes but you know what i'm saying but anyway um so um, so he's just encouraging and encouraging us in that and so I hope that you guys are encouraged with that scripture and knowing that you know the father will help you walk in endurance and forgiveness and walk in love and walk in gentleness patience kindness he will help you get through those hard seasons help you get through the times where you feel like you want to hate or you want to be angry or bitter towards somebody but I hope that you are encouraged to know that the father will heal you and restore you and and guide and lead your life um, and so that you may be able to you know 
not maybe but like so that you will be able to um be completely different and you don't even have bitterness in your heart at all and so i hope that you all once again are encouraged and let's pray to end this um word Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this word. I thank you so much that your spirit will encourage those who have been through a lot and, and may feel like have a lot of bitterness in their hearts or may feel like they need to uh, go and kill someone to take vengeance and knowing that, Father, let them not take vengeance. Let that let them let that be your hand. That, Father, you're a God of vengeance. You're a God of war. But, Father, you're the one that takes vengeance for your people. And I thank you, Father, that you allow them to, know, let, uh, allow them to let you to take vengeance for them, Father. I thank you so much, Father, that your word says... Um, um, your word says that you're the God that takes vengeance, that you, it says that, um, 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 I'm sorry, lost the chain of thought. Anyway, Father, your word says that you will take vengeance for us. It says, um, vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. That's the scripture. Thank you, Father. Thus saith the Lord. And that your word says that also, um, be still and know that I am God and I shall be exalted among the nations. And that father i thank you so much that you are so faithful just and so good and i appreciate your kindness i thank you father that those who may feel distant from you those who may feel like they can't be near to you or they feel far away from you father i pray that your spirit will give them encouragement and give them motivation to somehow read their bible somehow open up the scriptures and somehow uh, read a whatever a psalm or proverbs or something proverbs a little bit intense but proverbs or something you know father i pray that your spirit will give them revelation and, and, and your peace and, and and if they need to read any scripture father i thank you that they'll go to your gospels if they are feeling down or feeling like they're not redeemed or not restored and that christ came for that reason and so father i thank you so much and that if you lengthen the read Genesis or read exodus or read um judges or whatever father i pray that your spirit will guide and lead them and and helping them and to stay motivated in reading that they may not have to know everything but that they may need to know as much as you need them to understand and that we don't need to know everything at once because if you know too much it would be overwhelming and so father i pray that your spirit will lead and guide them in understanding the bible and understanding the scriptures you know because i'm still learning as well and so father i thank you that your spirit will continuously to guide and lead them in their studies and and as they begin to read in linears and greek and hebrew and all these things that are super juicy but can be overwhelming i pray that you'll give them little by little minute by minute hour by hour as you have taught me and that you'll continue to help them and guide them in that as well because we can't learn everything at once and so father i thank you so much father for your kindness and mercy over those who are listening and and over this um and over this episode i thank you so much those who are listening and those who um needed this word i thank you that your spirit will continuously once again to guide and lead them if they need to share it let them share it. if they just needed it for themselves let them receive that with joy and gladness and i thank you so much and love you and i thank you once again um, once again, once again and again, I love you. In the name of Yahweh Shai HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, I pray, Khan, which is, so be it. Amen. Hallelujah. All praises. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in my next one. Bye, guys.